0: What is up, everybody? My name is Kid Icarus, and this is my podcast. My guest today is the guitarist from a great band called Dulos. You can check out some of their projects over on Spotify, including their most recent single, a song called Cycles. You can check them out over on Instagram at DulosXHC. That's D O U L O S xhc and they're going to be playing a show on october 20th in cathedral city california with facelift Uh, please welcome eza from Dulos. all right so thank you for sitting down with me uh how's your day been so far uh, cool. My day is just starting, man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. First we, thing. we
1: played okay. last night, so.
0: Yeah, yeah. I saw <laughs> um, two nights in a row, right? You're yeah. Riverside one, and then yeah. Desert Hot Springs. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, how were yeah. those? Uh,
1: cool, man. Um, yeah. last night was really like a lot of young people, uh, mm-hmm. so that was always cool. You know, it's always cool. Yeah. They danced a lot, so. I mean, yeah, it was great.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right, then. Yeah. It's um, cool. how is uh? It's interesting to me cuz like when I was in a band uh we would play shows like out here or in uh Pomona and mm-hmm. that was our like hour drive shows you know mm-hmm. um I'm assuming Desert Hot Springs is a similar thing for you oh, yeah. I, like an hour out of the way how is the like is it just a Wasteland out there, like I, it doesn't <laughs> seem to be as much population, so that, it makes me wonder how the um, like crowd for a show is, how the scene is out there. Yeah, you know, I didn't know what
1: to expect, okay. Um, going out there because you know, I mean, we, we do play everywhere, mm-hmm. um, but I, yeah, I've just never been there. Um, but uh, skate shop, uh, seems like it's yeah. probably the only skate shop like that around there. Yeah um the the kids that were there I think like hang out there all the time mm-hmm. you know um and also in my experience like when uh there is somewhere where there's just kind of like not much to do around the shows go off
0: because that's you know yeah, the thing that's to do Yeah, their, their one time to really do something yeah yeah um how long have you guys been a band um so they've
1: been a band for about 6 years or so mm-hmm. um maybe even a little longer I've been in the band about a year, um, kind of by accident, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was supposed to fill in for their drummer, for our drummer, okay. um, and then they kind of found out I played guitar, and I started jamming with them on guitar, and I just kind of stuck around,
0: so. Okay, yeah. right on. Um, what, how many... Uh have you been on any of the projects that have released yet? Um, you said you've been with them about a year.
1: Yeah. So the two singles that, that we did this year, I was on those.
0: Okay. Um, and then their EP uh, was just before yeah. Okay. Right on. Um, what's your background in music? How did you get into making music? Mm. Uh, well, I've been in bands
1: forever. Uh, I think... The earliest i was like 14 or so. i was just been in bands mm-hmm. since then um randomly got into heavy music uh i had i was raised on like west coast hip-hop and oldies okay. and stuff like that and then um about sixth grade or so my sister was dating someone that was into corn and i heard corn for the okay. first time and i was like oh yo this is what i'm gonna do like yeah. forever and then uh i mean I even have like dreads and stuff. You know what I mean? Like I look like a, I could be in Corn. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's kind of how it started, and then uh, it just progressed since then. I mean, that's kind of just what I put mm-hmm. all of my effort into since yeah. being a teenager. Yeah. Really.
0: Um. What What were the um, like besides Corn? What were the bands that like majorly influenced you? Who were like your favorites? Hmm. Uh. Well, de-
1: definitely when I was. Younger, mm-hmm. all of that. So all like that new metal, yeah, stuff. new metal. You know, um, Slipknot and uh, Rage. Even though I don't think they're new metal, but you know they yeah. get lumped in with it. Mm-hmm. Um, all of that, and then very soon after that, uh, like punk and hardcore, uh, suicidal tendencies, things like that. Um, high school is when hardcore just hit me hard. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so Terror, uh, Bear Your Dead uh death before dishonor all that kind of stuff you know and then um i kind of just stuck with that punk also um i was really into hardcore Mm -hmm. in high school kind of um fell out of love with it uh because of just there's some stupid stuff that goes on you know yeah um so i just gravitated more to punk and stuff like that and then not until years later um I was in a band where I, I filled in for a band, mm-hmm. went on tour with them, fell in love with the hardcore scene again, and then I just, yeah. I, yeah.
0: Yeah, you guys are particularly, uh, a really fun band, I think, like, that, when I, I saw you guys, like, that struck me, um, how much of a good time it felt like everyone in the band was having, That's and cool. it, how it, like, spread to me, um, as an audience member, I think that, um, like I tell people all the time, because I I make hip hop music, um, and so I try to explain to other rappers um, the feeling of being at a hardcore show, because I don't think that it's a feeling that other genres get to experience, or right. because um, there's not a there's not a ritualistic participation in other genres, you know? Right, right. Like if you're at a hardcore show and you understand like. All right, this is the part of the song we're we're going to two step. Here's the part of the song where we're really going to go at it with the moshing. like you don't get to experience that in other music genres. Um yeah, and I think that hardcore particularly is something that other people don't really get to experience. You see that?
1: Oh, yeah, man. I think um I always anyone of my friends that aren't into hardcore or mm-hmm. or, or anything uh, I try to get them to shows, you know, yeah. because if you experience it live, like this, the the crowd, especially when it's a good, when the crowd knows the lyrics and they're just yeah. chanting along and just going off. And, uh, I mean, there's really, yeah, not much like it, you know? Yeah. Um, although, you know, I've, I've been to hip-hop shows that kind of go off a little mm-hmm. bit like that, but um, still, I think it is something that's... Uh, specific to to like hardcore
0: yeah i um you ever listen to betrayal um or, i i know that yeah. yeah okay um i i used to be a huge betrayal fan when they were together right, right around when uh, their last album came out um and they had this song abandoned with um the vocalist from ghost inside had a okay. feature on it um but the chorus was this stomp that would go on for like two measures three measures and then the fourth measure would have this gang vocal to yeah. it um and i i would tell people like it's so great because you're you're moshing along to the first three bars and then everyone in the pit out the pit chants along to that abandon um and i was like that's it's so everyone's in synced you yeah. know yeah. like um and it's not it, it feels so good to be a part of it like that where um you don't you don't get that in a lot of things in life like it's very rare i guess some people probably get it in sports are you a sports guy um no no really. yeah yeah no. so <laughs> i i assume like it's probably the same feeling as if you're a um football player and your team does a play perfectly and everybody does their part correctly sure. you're yeah. like okay this is it um it's it's the same feeling when Everybody the bands playing everything right the vocalist is singing everything right and the crowd is Playing their part as well perfectly and everything just kind of aligns Um, Yeah, so With your guys, you put out uh, two singles this year you said yeah uh, earlier this year. Do you guys have? um, you guys have a specific plan um you have uh, more stuff that's being written you have any uh, tours that you plan on going on definitely yeah um i mean we, we plan on
1: just hitting it hard just in, okay. to continue grinding really mm-hmm. um we've been writing music uh we're in this weird place right now where um we're trying to record but we're also talking to some label maybe just kind of throwing that up in the air yeah um so that's I mean within this like past two weeks that's kind of where we're at so okay Uh, so so it's it's cool what's going on yeah 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 Yeah. um but uh so yeah we're definitely trying to put out new music by hopefully I don't know beginning of next year and then
0: tour we're trying to tour every, every year um is there a um is there a specific um I don't want to say message because that sounds kind of cheesy. <laughs> I want to say ethos. Is there a specific, <laughs> like, fully formed philosophy in your guys' music that you promote? Um, um,
1: yeah. And I, I think, um, we just try to be who we are, you know, and just yeah. kind of whatever we're feeling or going through. I mean, um, any lyrics that I write is just whatever I'm going through at the time or um, I wanna highlight a, a part of my life or something mm-hmm. um, we are I mean we are a Christian band mm-hmm. or we're a band of Christians I don't know yeah. how you would put you know what I mean I get what you're saying. Um, you know we don't have the whole like uh, I heard someone put it like uh, J- Jesus per minute like thing in our songs you know yeah. we, I mean that's just not who we are mm-hmm. um we just write whatever we write you know a lot of our songs are kind of heavy um yeah. i mean in, in lyrical content yeah kind of darker um but that's i mean that's what it is to be a human kind of you know you go through all this crazy stuff and um for musicians that's how we get it out so that's, yeah that's kind of what what we what we do
0: okay so yeah. it's like a um Emotional release in your music you think oh definitely, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, especially with the newer stuff, well even even the older stuff, um, but the newer stuff really is just we're we're really leaning into um what makes us as individuals tick, you know and, mm-hmm. and um, really talking about uh you know t- trauma from our past, whatever you know we're we're just' we, cause we wanna um. I think the goal is to make honest music, and then if that can somehow um, help someone through something in any kind of way, I think that's kind of what it is. For me.
0: Yeah, right on. Yeah. I, I get it. Um, yeah, I think that a lot of um, a lot of bands uh, go go down a similar route where it's um, it it's good music to not feel alone. Mm -hmm. Um, which I think does um, relate to the whole culture of hardcore which I think is a culture about coming together and not being alone Um, definitely like it it seems to be a pretty big thing do you think that um, kids who get into heavier music tend to be lonely kids before that? Uh I guess
1: uh, kind of but but mm-hmm. I think it's the ones that get into it hard you know yeah. that, that make it their their life and and in hardcore you can really find that where people are just you know traveling just to go to shows and mm-hmm. and doing all that um I think probably yeah there's some truth to
0: to that I wonder if that um I wonder if that is true of anything that's extreme because you know you see um like grateful dead or fish fans do the same thing even though that music isn't as um far away from the mainstream as hardcore is um do you see do you see a trend in heavy music that um fading or gaining um popularity like within the mainstream um because i do i feel like um when i was mostly into it when i was more into it than i am now when i was going to shows more regularly um i feel like culturally uh it was becoming more mainstream but that may just be my perspective that was like the early 2010s yeah yeah um and then like you said with corn um I think during that era as well like heavier music oh, was yeah. surprisingly mainstream like yeah. i mean th- all those bands were like yeah. top of the billboard bands even though like that music would never be that popular today it seems oh, 100 but, yeah um do you think there is a surge or a fade in the mainstream popularity of it i th- kind of but I-,
1: I think there's like two or more mm. like levels to where like yeah, there is there is very um, palatable heavy music out there. Yeah, and like the people that listen to like the more extreme stuff wouldn't wouldn't be caught dead listening to that. Yeah, and I vice versa. New, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think yeah I I, I think. Um, i mean there i can't think of any bands right now and i also don't want to throw shade on anybody so but um they're for sure bands that are super popular sell out you know all these venues and and festivals whatever Mm -hmm. um and are heavy and mainstream but i don't know
0: how much water it can hold with like the people that the, like um, hardcore fans yeah and bass fans yeah exactly um yeah i i see that um i'll tell you what i'm a big fan of um a couple bands that might be that um because I'll, I'll throw shade i'll throw shade because i love them um, <laughs> i love knocked loose and turnstile oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah and both of them i think may get to that point where they're so popular that a lot of people are like ah whatever that's like for sure that's like mainstream hardcore that's not the real stuff even though like whew, knock Blues knock is heavy and uh turnstile is like some classic stuff um
1: yeah i i agree with you i mean they they definitely are i mean turnstile blew up yeah I mean, it, knock Blues too for sure mm-hmm. um but i don't know i think turnstile's on a whole other tip they're like yeah. they're Really exploring what it is to be hardcore. Same thing. Yeah. I, I, uh, like as far as punk goes, like mm-hmm. I, I believe that like punk doesn't have to sound like anything in particular, you yeah. know. And it's kind of like that with hardcore too. Like, obviously, hardcore kind of comes from punk, but obviously it changed over the years. And uh, Turnstile is really like redefining what hardcore
0: even is. Yeah, they experiment you know? a yeah. lot, um, yeah. and they've brought in elements that I think have. Um, I mean, definitely brought them more mainstream attention and also they um take risks with music that sometimes like I'll hear a song by them that I'm like, I ah, I don't like them. But uh <laughs> the beauty of it is them taking the risks and being like, We're gonna we're gonna try this. Um yeah, I like that you said um it doesn't have a particular sound. Like I, I tell people a lot that the hip hop I like I consider punk. Um Yeah. Like yeah. uh, you know, atmosphere. Yeah, I was atmosphere. a huge atmosphere fan yeah. uh, when I was younger, and I, I would tell people like, "This is punk hip hop. Like, oh, it's got sure. the same ethos as punk. Like, it's it's got this vibe that is punk music, um, even though it, it, the the aesthetics is hip hop. It's still it's still punk. One hundred percent. Yeah, I think I think there's a big crossover in general with Punk and hip hop. A lot of a lot of punk guys I know are hip hop fans, and I think Mm -hmm. a lot of hip hop fans are punk fans as well. Um, Were you into? uh, You ever listened to like XXX Tentacion? Um. Yes. Um kind of after he died yeah you know
1: i i didn't really he wasn't on my like radar uh but i forgot the name of the album the one with the question mark on it
0: yeah that's a
1: just banger Banger after banger yeah yeah. like i i mean i think oh he gets a lot of hate for whatever reason you know Mm -hmm. there's a bunch of stuff to to, to pick out there but uh, musically um
0: i think he was on a whole other tip right there um, I have a friend that I got in, uh, that I got to know through making hip hop, um, who turned me on to some of XXX's more like obscure songs, mm-hmm. and like the songs where he screams in it, like it's legit hardcore screams. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I I first heard it, particularly one called "Staring at the Sky," where he does like this acoustic start where he sings in this like very pop punky kind of vocals and then a breakdown comes in and he starts screaming um and it's so like oh this guy is a hardcore fan like Mm -hmm. you you can hear it in the way that he screams as opposed to like you can hear other people who try to bring in heavy music but they scream like um I don't know, like an under oath where it's like, I, you. you might not be in the scene as much as somebody who screams in a way that's like, oh, this is, this is like down, down dirty kind of vocals. Yeah. Like he goes to shows, he's been in a mosh pit before, um, uh, yeah, so punk, punk and hip hop, big crossover there. Uh, who, is there anyone that you are uh, listening to currently, that um, you really enjoy, that you're taking influence from? Um,
1: yeah, I, I mean, I, I go through, because I, I like pretty much ev- all everything, uh, I used to say like everything but country, but people are showing me some stuff, I'm like, hey, this oh, yeah. is pretty good, so, you know, um, but uh, I listen to a lot, uh, like especially right now since we're writing and stuff. I try not to listen to heavy music because okay. it like will influence me too much. Too much, much you know? yeah. But I mean, I, I've been on a big expire tip. You know, expire. No. Uh, hard hardcore band. Uh, they're not a band anymore, um, but they're they just have this like ferocity and mm-hmm. like the the dudes' vocals are just so angry and it's mm-hmm. it's um. Yeah, it, it gets me where I need to be sometimes. So I've been heavy on that lately. Okay.
0: Um, what are these uh what are these non hardcore music that you're listening to? Um well I listen to a lot of hip hop for mm-hmm.
1: sure. Um I listen to a lot of like pop
0: and like uh like female vocal oh, know, stuff. I we might be um, on the same <laughs> yeah. I was just talking uh I went to Knott's Berry Farm with um a group of the young adults from my church yesterday. Um and I was ranting about how much I love the uh, Evermore album by Taylor Swift. Yeah. It's it's wonderful. Um, I'm a huge fan of like a, this like current wave of female pop stars. Her um, her Billie Eilish and Olivia Rodrigo their their albums from the yeah. past couple of years I listened to on repeat. Yeah. Um, I just love the. The clean, really clean production that like Billie Eilish and Olivia Rodrigo specifically have, where like it all blends together so well, um, but there's still somehow dynamics and there's always this like really thick 808 bass throughout oh, yeah. it. Um, and I'm like, this is so smooth and clean, like it's, it's such good, um, everyday kind of music, like whenever I'm driving, like I, it's not, um, it doesn't get me as anxious as some it doesn't take as much work as other stuff you know oh definitely um yeah there's there's a like i'll watch you watch bob's burgers um no i've seen i've seen it but yeah that's a that's a show that i can turn on anytime and watch um i also love rick and morty but like that one i won't turn on and watch all the time because it takes gotcha. so much effort yeah and that's that's kind of how like those female pop singers are where like i can turn it on anytime and enjoy it but like
1: yeah. if i'm
0: listening to something that's more um experimental or more heavy or more anxiety inducing it's like i love it but it takes a little bit of work for me to enjoy it the way i need to so i don't i can't i need a break from it sometimes you oh know? Uh one hundred yeah, there's this band, uh Warpaint. I don't know if you've ever heard of
1: them. I feel like um, I um they're uh all all female musicians. Mm-hmm. Um but they just write the dopest music and yeah. uh it's all chill, uh super danceable, but it's all just um really um kind of shoegazy. Um yeah. their vocals are just uh beautiful, really. they they, they really uh explore different ways of getting across their um what they want to do mm-hmm. i uh, there's I, I can't even put it into words how much i love them but yeah yeah they're just their the riffs that they they write are just weird and like mm-hmm. not what you would think but it all meshes well together they're just i mean i, I would highly recommend Warpaint.
0: especially especially yeah, sounds good i like shoegazy stuff yeah um, i like stuff that's um <sighs> floaty, mm-hmm. if, that, if that makes sense. Like, um, that can just drift away into different sections, and it all blends together, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, I watched a video this morning on Tame Impala. Um, you ever listen to them? Oh, I've heard them, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of them, but they have this song, um, Let It Happen, where there's one synth riff is playing, and the drums are playing, and it's going along, and then the track skips and then the skips happen again and it just repeats the skip and that becomes the new rhythm for the next section of oh, the song that's dope. um and like if you're if you're paying attention to it you go like oh what mm-hmm. was that and then it you you hear it but if if you don't pay attention if you're i assume it's made for a club dancing like if you're in the club and you're dancing to it it'll just blend into the next section of the song seamlessly and i i love that i love i love smooth transitions that are still dramatic yeah. like it's a big change but it just happens without you needing to pay attention to it yeah i, I love um even in a, a lot of m- like modern
1: hip-hop like uh mm-hmm. for example kendrick lamar does, but like yeah. a lot of his beats are not just your straight up like boom bap styles yeah like There's a lot of composition going on in there, and Mm -hmm. it's just, man, like... And the same thing, like, the transitions are seamless, but dramatic at the same time. Yep. Um, And it just, uh, man, has so much um, character. Adds so much more to his already, like, dope
0: lyrics, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Yeah. Yeah, no, I... It is one of my um favorite things in like modern hip-hop is the like dramatic beat switches in the middle of a song that Mm -hmm. changes the feel completely especially because it makes you wonder like okay why'd you make this the same song like how right what what idea like it's one idea because you made it one song so how is this idea changing through this beat change um yeah i mean that that dna beat switch yeah. is one of the first ones that comes to mind where it's uh his flow switch it almost it almost feels like the switch happens on a three and so for the rest of the track everything's off beat halfway mm-hmm. but because it's continuous it it works well yeah i i love the beat switches i actually um I've been working on a new EP from the start of the year, um, and I'm so close to finishing it. I have like one bridge to write. Um, And there's this one song that I have struggled with for months to try and figure out how to make, right? Um, And I've talked about it on a previous episode where like, I figured out this key switch in the lyrics to write and it was like, oh I think it's coming together and then like a couple weeks ago I second half of the song I just made a whole new beat for it like that. Okay. Where like I was like, Okay, now it now it works. Like yeah. it was it was lacking something before. I switched the beat completely. It went from like smooth pianos into like these really heavy synths and eight o eights and I was like, Okay, this shift is what it needed to bring the whole idea together um do you do you write uh music quickly or does it take you a long time to write Mm. um both yeah i think uh
1: sometimes i'll have just just one little piece of an idea and it'll take me forever to just flesh it out Mm. and then sometimes it's we'll like be jamming or something and then just a whole we get a whole song out of it you know okay um so yeah and then um lyrically um pretty quick though first i don't know uh i well, I I've always just wrote stuff just mm-hmm. i don't know if it's even poetry or, i just write things you yeah. know um so i really like that so i think when i write lyrics it's a little quicker than the musical okay. part of it
0: Um, And do you tend to, when you write lyrics, do you tend to have uh, music already in mind? Or um, do you just write lyrics and then when there's a musical idea that fits, do you go like, oh, I got something for this. Let's throw it in here.
1: Yeah. um, I like writing to music that is already a thing.
0: Okay, yeah. Um,
1: yeah. But but like I said, I do write all the time. So I have a bunch of just ideas. Like, oh, man, this would be Mm -hmm. dope for like this type of part of a song. Um, and then a lot of times, um, you know, Eddie, the vocalist, will have something that's like kind of the same. Or like, oh, you know, this can go really well with this. So so it does kind of happen like that, too. But uh, I definitely prefer writing to something that's already there. Um, it's just uh, easier for me. It flows mm-hmm. better, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, I get you. I, I think that way, also, um, it can sometimes uh, not leave waste in the sense that, like, if you're writing to something, um, you know that it'll fit with something. Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to sometimes you write just lyrics and then you're n- never really able to find the right thing to pair it with. Yeah. Because you're like, ah, oh, this doesn't really fit with this. Um, I was thinking today or yesterday about how, uh, like, I've always wanted to um, write, narratives like stories for tvs or books or whatever um but i have a bit of a um inability to finish stuff i hear that um and so like songwriting seems to hit this perfect um balance where i can just focus on a verse and get that done in a day Mm -hmm. and then i have that you know um and i can use it for something, whereas, like, if I was to write a story, maybe I can get a chapter done in the day, um, but yeah. that doesn't really stand on its own the way that a verse does, you exactly. know? It only takes, like, three verses, and then there you got basically a song, uh, where, like, you're gonna have to string together a lot of narrative pieces to try and come up with something like that, um, yeah, do you, do you take inspiration from, uh, any other forms of media besides music?
1: Um... Definitely. I mean, for sure, music is just my life, you know? Yeah. So, uh, uh, it's usually something to do with music. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'll be, uh, I, I get, um, moved by just like art and creation. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, when you can see, uh, like the passion behind it or the heart behind it. Yeah. Um, that gets me, you know, whether it, whether it is like a movie or a show. Like, um, for example, um, there's... Okay, so I don't know if you've seen Reservation Dogs. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's just some really good writing in that show. Yeah.
0: And it just gets me, you know? I'm, and, I'm um, glad that you are... I'm glad that you're a fan of that, because I, I don't know how many people I know who have seen that, but oh, it is a great show. Yeah, that's... I mean...
1: Every episode
0: is just yeah. so well written
1: and thought out, and you know the, the acting, everything's great. But what gets me is just
0: the writing behind it. It's, yeah, it's just, um, man. I yeah. I I, um, I love dramedies.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like I, if something's too serious, I won't be able to be hooked long enough to get to like the dramatic changes, you know. Mm. But if something's funny enough to keep me interesting interested and then hits me with something emotional like that's my favorite type of media um and reservation dogs has that where like yeah. it brings you into the episodes by being funny and then it will give you something really dramatic to be like oh okay um, yeah yeah that's um that's created by Takawatiti. Um, yep, yeah, are you a fan of his generally? um uh
1: yeah for sure yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, um I-, I can't think of anything that he's done that i don't like
0: yeah yeah. Uh, I loved um yeah, I like a lot of his stuff. I haven't seen his Marvel stuff cuz I'm not um I don't watch Marvel stuff ever, but okay. um I've wanted to like the, those are the ones where I hear about it and I'm like he made a okay, I might, I might <laughs> check out this Hulk movie or Thor. Um I loved uh Jojo Rabbit. It's so it's so goofy and so like it's it's that combination where it's like something so horribly dark um but done in such a goofy way that i people criticized it for making light of um the holocaust which like really i think what it does is point out the absurdity of racism Mm -hmm. because that's why you laugh because you're going like this these people are so absurd to Believe this stuff. This can't be a human belief here. Yeah. Um. And so, that, yeah, I love uh, that it's it's well done satire. I think that you're that everyone's able that the viewer is able to watch it and be like, "Ha, these people are so dumb." Um, yeah, I, I I like anytime uh,
1: you can like take the power away from things like yes. that. You know. Um. And it's done a lot. Mm-hmm. um uh, and yeah I, I think you know sometimes people just don't understand it and yeah. they're kind of seeing things on the surface level mm-hmm. um but yeah i and i think that's one of the best ways we can like change things yeah. is doing that you know taking the power
0: back yeah, from uh, from you know things like that especially with like i think there's a lot of people who would prefer to be a monster than to be a joke yeah Uh, so like if you if you see someone horrible and you tell them like hey you're the worst you're a terrible creature they might take that as like yeah that's right i am and Mm -hmm. you should be afraid of me Mm -hmm. whereas if you go you're really pathetic it it's something that people i think are more inclined to be like i don't want to be that i don't want to be pathetic i'd rather be a monster than something that's laughed at and humiliated yeah um uh, so that's
1: a that's an interesting uh concept but yeah you're you're hundred percent right with that yeah right yeah. um
0: yeah i mean even um let's back to get back to hardcore i think there's um i think that's why there's a lot of there's some people that like heavy music is because they want to have that powerful feeling of being um just full of hate yeah, yeah. um we used to uh we used to call it like the hate hatecore bands mm. around here um where like you'd go to the show and it would just be people crowd bashing yeah. and just music about how life is meaningless <laughs> and I'm a, I'm a hate everything and um yeah people people enjoy that feeling of just emptiness and hatred um yeah what do you what do you think yeah, of that? that
1: that's uh th yeah, that's why when I was younger, I kind of stopped going to hardcore shows and yep. stuff um but then you know on on the flip side of that, like now like I don't know i I enjoy the passion mm-hmm. behind it um i I still don't like you know i i mean uh the guitarist from Dulos, uh we went to this show. couple weeks ago or maybe like a week ago um lionheart e-town concrete fury of five um and it was like a tough like tough people you know like it was it was crazy um great one of the better shows i've been to in a long time but um yeah it was a lot of that you Mm -hmm. know um as far as the crowd goes uh, a lot of just people that I'm like, you know what, I don't think I'm going to dance today. You yeah. know, I don't want to, like, hit the wrong person or something. I get you. Um, but I, I do enjoy, you know, uh, like, our, our thing has always been, like, crowd kill your friends. You know, like, yeah. I'll I'll punch my friends as much as I can at shows. I, and I'll definitely mm-hmm. do that. Um, but, yeah, all this, like, just, like, there's something to prove and... Um, yeah. you know we we um, have friends in like the I don't know if you're familiar with like beat down hardcore yeah. but like we have friends that are in that and we love going to the shows we love playing I, I uh, was in like a beat down band mm-hmm. um, but there's just a lot of just people just looking for trouble it seems mm-hmm. and a lot of those people are like my friends or whatever Yeah. but um,
0: it's just not what i'm trying to do um yeah there there is an element of that that um it's almost like there's a active war of ideas um between like a more um unity based hardcore and a more hatred based hardcore and i think that the war is kind of beautiful um, and that's why I think it is more enjoyable to be possibly around something that's passionately hateful yeah. than something that's um, just passionless in general. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. Because there's there's some there's at least some honesty to that that is um, really you know where you're at. You know. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you. I I took this parenting class once um and part of the class they talked about uh, neglected kids and how neglected kids feel like they're constantly leaning on a wall that isn't there because they they never had boundaries so they ne- don't they don't have any boundaries to lean on you know mm-hmm. um and I feel like the the fact that um you get to these scenes where there's diametrically opposed views but like they're done passionately you have something to push against as opposed to yeah something that's passionless where you, you go to push and then you fall and you don't know where your own boundaries are you know yeah yeah yeah, 100% and yeah. um I
1: yeah I, I appreciate
0: that whole
1: you know especially like, uh the music as far as beatdown goes like mm-hmm. just the riffs the fight riffs you know oh, yeah. they're just just how can you not want to just like yep. bang your fist on the floor you know and mm-hmm. um so I, I get it and also you know um uh, or what's the phrase like hurt people hurting people kind of yeah. thing you know um and in that environment like it's kind of okay to like punch some people and yep. they're, they're not going to get offended they might you know whatever mm-hmm. but um
0: you know it's it's a uh, yeah it's a it's a like an acceptable form of violence like we all agree upon it going into it Um, yeah I like um, I like to fight Um, I I do uh, MMA okay um, Okay. and it's it's the same thing where like it's like I would I would hate to I hate to hurt people like I'm I'm terrified even like when I'm sparring that like if I land a punch too hard I'm like oh are you yeah okay (laughs) but, like, the fact that it's like this consensual violence means, like, okay, we can, we can really test ourselves and push ourselves and be in this environment that I think a lot of us crave. I think a lot of people kind of crave violence, yeah. but, you know, yeah. violence outside of the right bounds is terrible and we understand that. So we go, like, hey, what if we have this culture where we just, Play heavy music and we punch each other, and that'll that'll be a way to experience that violence that we crave innately. Um, yeah, and not actually hurt anybody.
1: I, I uh, you know, it's it's funny when we go to show well, or we play shows mm-hmm. um, that have a hardcore crowd and a punk crowd. Yeah, because like the punk crowd doesn't understand and like Mm -hmm. um they don't get that like it's kind of like a safe space even though there's some crazy stuff going on yeah like these people aren't trying to like hurt hurt you or like fight you necessarily Uh, of course sometimes that happens but yeah but uh you know you get somebody who's just dancing and like throws a uh fist or a leg somewhere and someone's not paying attention, they get hit, and then it starts this whole fight or whatever, and it it just doesn't need to happen. Mm -hmm. But I also understand it, you know? If if
0: you don't know... If you don't know what the, like, cultural norms are... Yeah. Yeah, then you you start thinking, oh, this person doesn't like me. Where it's like, no, he might like you more. Like, it (laughs) may be a sign that, like, we're best friends if I'm hitting you, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, when I was going to shows mostly, um, I was younger, um, and I recently went to a show for this band Cake Eater, um, which is a great band, I had their guitarist on a couple months ago, um, they played a show at a bar though, and I think that was the first time I'd been to a hardcore show at a bar, besides like House of Blues or something where there's a real pit, yeah and it was, it was strange, um, cause... I I was thinking like, am I able to mosh here? Because like, what if somebody <laughs> spills their drink? Yeah, you know. What I mean, um, do you guys you're you're straight edge, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you guys um, play at bars often? It's such a weird idea to All me. All the time. Yeah. yeah.
1: But you know, I, um, that goes along with, like I said, we're 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 Christian, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, but we're not. You know we're called to be like out there you know yeah so we will play anywhere with any band you know and and that's just where we need to be uh, as far as the straightest thing goes uh yeah i'm not i'm personally i'm not that kind of straight edge person okay. where it's like you know i'm gonna punch you because you're smoking cigarettes or whatever um I used to hate straight edge people when I was younger. I understand um, that. And they, but also early 2000s was different. It yeah. was it, the straight edge thing was um much more intolerant and uh yeah, but we're not about that at all. Like we mm-hmm. don't, you know. like it's, that's just our thing, you know. Yeah. Um the majority of my friends are not straight edge, you know what I mean? Do you like,
0: notice a difference playing at um like actual bars as opposed to like um, more open venues that are mm. um, like all ages or like churches or well I definitely would prefer to play at like venues you know yeah.
1: um just because um you don't get the people... like so at a bar you'll get people that are just, just there for the bar. the bar and, and they didn't yeah. they didn't know that there was this crazy show going on yeah um and yeah so it just can breed some uh, obviously fights can break out but more so than not it's just like people there are just not enjoying their time because they didn't want to see a band play they just wanted to yeah. chill with, with whoever they're there with you know and so uh, I would definitely prefer to play venues but I'm not gonna stop playing bars do you either.
0: have a particular favorite venue that you played at?
1: Mm. I mean so far uh chain reaction's really fun yeah um i mean just also just from going to shows there Mm -hmm. uh but you know when when i played there they're just on top of they just know how to take care of you you know as far as sound wise and everything like that
0: yeah is it still um i because i haven't been there in years at this point um how is it doing especially like post covid i know mm. that they were uh, worried about closing down i got one of them save chain right. sweaters yeah, yeah. Um, is it uh, do you know if it's like back and running um normal business as usual is there cuz i'm always like is there even kids listening to hardcore these days or is hardcore <laughs> just for the oldies now
1: um no there's definitely yeah, uh, yeah they're they're back up and running oh, yeah okay. for sure um and also uh with new bands there's definitely a lot of young people listening to hardcore right now yeah. but it's not it's different though because okay. um for instance i went to it was at Jane Yankin i saw this band drain you know drain yeah okay so went for, i went for terror actually terror was playing okay yeah and i you know i've been listening to them forever um and then and drain was playing and other bands were playing too but so we we're there and the crowd is all young people and it goes completely nuts for drain and then terror comes on and like most of the people leave and like dude this is like one of the biggest hardcore bands yeah. and most important in my opinion um, of that style of hardcore mm-hmm. and no one was even it wasn't like other terror shows i've been to so it just showed me that like there is a whole new generation of hardcore kids out there yeah. listening to drain and scowl and um turnstile you know and knock loose um interestingly enough with knock loose i've i've i try to see them as much as i can Mm -hmm. um i saw them uh somewhere i don't remember i've seen them a lot of places yeah and uh again young people and the craziest thing is when i would see them the first couple times i saw them ultra violent super you know great and then you know years later i see them it's kind of a newer crowd and i'm hearing people like yelling out like you know, no, no crowd moshing whatever and I, I get it but it's just like at a knock loose show that's kind of what happens yeah. as far as I, i've experienced you know um but it's yeah there's just a whole new breed of uh hardcore kids out
0: there and uh, i'm about it yeah, yeah it seems like there is a different style of dancing than there was when I was big into shows and not as much as of the full force punching and kicking right. um I went to see I had a buddy call me a couple weeks ago and was like hey I got these uh this ticket to go see Devil Wears Prada do you want to go um and so we went to see Devil Wears Prada and uh man I wish I could remember the opener band because they were really good um a woman vocalist uh And then uh, the in-between band was Straight From The Path, Um, and I saw Straight From The Path actually with Terror, um, years ago, 2011 I think, Acacia Strain headlined, um, and the singer from Straight From The Path was kind of chubby and had dark hair, um, and I don't know if you've seen him recently, but like he has shredded and has like green hair and was wearing like a mesh shirt and stuff, (laughs) Um, and like to me I was like, oh this is going to get super violent, um, but not the same kind of um, violence that it was when I would have seen them ten years ago. You know, it's mm-hmm. much less uh, fists being thrown, a lot more um, pushing, kind of moshing, okay. looking like that's yeah. coming back in style. Um, and it, it was just interesting to see, like a different, different style of dance. And it could be that. Um, it was a different crowd because like Devil Wars Prada was headlining and I, they True. attract a different crowd than yeah. Stray From the Path does. Um but it it seemed to me like that was, may have been a different style, but just like that's what you do at hardcore shows now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um Yes. So, uh I, I gotta I gotta ask this. Uh you're a vegan, huh? <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's up with that? Yeah. Uh well, I've been vegetarian
1: since I was like uh I don't know, like 18 or something, like okay? Um I've only been vegan for like this year. I don't remember when, but mm-hmm. um just, yeah, pretty much this year. Um I don't know. I just felt like uh I don't really need to be I'm I I only was eating um what wasn't vegan. So like I was eating like eggs. Mhm and cheese i think that that was like the only thing that uh, that would qualify me for not being vegan mm-hmm. um so i just stopped eating that I see. <laughs> yeah. Do you
0: have um why is it just like um a health thing or is it um a moral thing is it um what what's your reasoning behind it um well when
1: i was young mm-hmm. uh it was like the whole you know punk meat is murder thing I was all about it and then uh, I've since changed my views on that Um, for me I don't feel like um, I should be eating meat Um, I don't care if anyone else does I don't think that uh, by not eating meat we're going to save animals or the planet or anything And um, that might be a a little cynical but um, yeah I just it's it's just not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not so much about uh any of that stuff. I do feel like I don't want animals to die. Yeah. For sure. But again, um, like I'm I'm all for people like hunting and doing their thing. I think when it gets to like factory farming and stuff. Yeah, I think that becomes a bigger issue. Yeah, right. you know, it's it's kinda cringy. But I, I think my, my views changed a lot. Um years ago I was trying to work for this. Um organization um that helps shut down factory farms mm-hmm. um and the position was for a private investigator um and when I was like interviewing for it the 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 person was like, well you know like you're 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 not gonna actually like save animals while you're there like you're just gonna go work on like a factory farm and like Take pictures as much as you can, figure out all the illegal stuff they're doing, mm-hmm. and then report back. And then we'll do all legal things to like shut them down. Yeah. But you're not going to like go uncage a bunch of animals, and like you might even have to like do some stuff you're not like yeah. morally um, with. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm sorry. I can't, I can't do that. Either. Yeah. So I didn't work for them, but, um, and that just changed my perspective a little bit. And it was like, well, you know, um, yes one person can change things, but also, Mm -hmm. um, there's just this whole system, and, you know, we're kind of born into it, and it's not that it can't be changed, I think it is changing, Mm -hmm. but, um, just not the way that I thought it was going to, where, you know, boots on the ground, let's go, like, I, I I mean, I, I wasn't going to go that route, but, like, um, the whole, like, earth crisis,
0: like, eco-terrorism kind of crazy stuff, like,
1: I don't think that really changes anything, you know.
0: Yeah, um, just I mean it. It is like you said. It's a, like a system that people are born into. It's also like it's it's much worse for us here in America to be factory farming because like we don't need cheap food. Like right. we we have enough. We waste food. Like yeah. we we have more much more than we need. Um, as opposed to like. If a developing nation is factory farming and having animals brought up in terrible conditions where it's like well they probably need as much cheap food and protein as they can get so it's like different for them Um, here here though we we probably need to make some changes to the way we get our food but I don't know. I don't know enough. I'm speaking out of ignorance. No, I I, um. I get that for
1: sure. Like I think, um, I mean, there's a lot that could be done on like the personal level, mm-hmm. but that you know, um, you would have to change people's minds, and it's just not it's not like that, you know. And yeah, um, again, um, if we're being like biblical about it, you know, I'm not too. Judge someone for eating meat when I don't, and like, versely, they're not to
0: judge me for not mm-hmm. eating meat or whatever, you know. Yeah. Like, it's not, you know, everything's okay for us to eat, everything's okay for me to eat. You know? Here's a question because I was wondering this because I had a big old bag of candy on my drive up here <laughs> um, sour candy, like gummy candies. Yeah, is
1: that uh, is that non vegan? That's uh, non vegan, yeah, there's gelatin in most, that's, that, yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. When, like,
0: that's that's a tough route. I don't know how you do it, no, oh, no Yeah, South <laughs> man, those are my life right there. Yeah, I um, mean, there's, honestly, there's dude. so much stuff that <laughs> has like eggs or um, yeah. egg whites or yeah, gelatin. Yeah, some. I mean, it, yeah, it,
1: uh, I'm a big candy person. Yeah, um, gummy candy for sure. Uh, but yeah, it has gelatin in it. You can't do that, so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. but I mean that's whatever I shouldn't be eating too much candy anyway right so. yeah right <laughs> yeah. yeah it
0: kind of works out right that, yeah. like that where you can you make those choices on both um, a personal moral level and then also like health reasons like it's, yeah. there's a lot of stuff that um, like I drink almond milk instead of regular milk because mm. like Regular milk is like three times the calories that yeah. almond milk has. Uh yeah. almond milk, you get a good brand of almond milk, thirty calories a cup. You can put that on your cereal, barely even get anything yeah out of it. Um yeah, so we're uh, we're reaching the end of the episode here. I always give the guests the time to um shout out any artists, any um businesses, um, anything that you think That doesn't get enough eyes on it. That you want people to check out. Oh, for sure. Um, Well, uh, definitely
1: our homies, um, the Hated. They're they're a a band who played with them yesterday. They are so good. Um, They're kind of they're they're a punk band, but like almost hardcore. They're very heavy, Mm -hmm. Um, but just all of them are super super cool and they work really really hard and I think uh, everybody needs to get behind them for sure okay um uh, I would definitely uh, shout out other bands too uh, like uh, Dreadworm is another homie band um Iron Rule is another homie band um there's there's a kind of a lot but uh but yeah those are kind of um
0: local-ish, you know, so I I would definitely say, uh, check, check all them out for sure. Okay, awesome, um, then that's, that's gonna do it for this episode, before I go, um, September 30th, guys, I'm, uh, I'm gonna be fighting at a, um, a fight at this monthly, uh, Weed convention, where they sell a bunch of drugs on tables. I'm the, uh, I'm the one fighter that uh, the promoter goes, "Do you want your goodie bag?" And I'm like, "Does (laughs) it have anything that doesn't have drugs in it?" No. (laughs) Uh, I got candy one time though. They gave me free candy one time. I was like, "That's all right. That's enough payment for me." (laughs) Kickboxing match then, and then the seventh, I'm gonna be playing a show. And you got, got any shows coming up? Um. No show. Oh, actually, yes, we do. Sorry. Okay.
1: Um, the twentieth in Desert Hot Springs. Not sure the venue. Um, but it's with the band Facelift. Uh, okay. we played with them last night as well. Um, and other than that, uh, recording. That's all we're gonna be focusing on.
0: Okay. Yeah. So stick around for the new Dulos album. Actually, um, somebody I went to hang out at Knott's Berry Farm with yesterday uh, has a doulos tattoo, um, out. Uh, yeah, she said what it means, um, but I yeah. don't remember, uh, got you, um, something about Holy Spirit, um, not quite, so, doulos, um, yeah,
1: pretty much means, a uh, bond servant, bond servant That's right. of Christ, you yeah, know. uh, we're, uh, set free, right, but mm-hmm. we, we, we choose to serve, to, to, to serve,
0: uh, Jesus, you know, okay. Yeah. yeah, awesome. All right, uh thank you guys for listening. Thank you so much for sending out yeah. me. All right. Have a good rest of your day.